I told them we just got our fannies waxed. They hit the crap out of us. That's exactly right. I think we just need to start in the obvious spot here. In every episode, we start in the obvious spot. How the heck are they going to get basketball season in? How are they going to start it? How are they going to finish it? How is that all going to happen, Nick Bob? Because I saw your tweet about how you're prepping for it. I mean, it's just... I mean, I'd be lying if I said, like, it brought a smile to my face. It was more like, really? We're at this point now where you're just so... Excited. You're like, I think you did the cannot wait three different yeah. sentences, three period, 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 which is one of my great pet peeves. Um, but I, I thought about you and I did it. I go, Schick is not going to like me. this, and I'm definitely going to do it. You know, <laughs> you did I'm it. Definitely going to do it. Yeah. You did. I'm pumped, man. If you want to know anything about Xavier <laughs> or, you know, Bradley or Toledo or <laughs> Oakland, I mean, that's where I'm headed, baby. We I know people want to talk about Xavier Betts, but I want to talk about Xavier basketball. You know what I'm saying, Doug? You be a little Xavier basketball. One time. Less Xavier Betts, more Xavier Musketeers. All right. This is <laughs> this is really where you are living right now. Um. Uh, yeah, that's. We would talk about what you got. No, we, 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 your no, thoughts. that's it. I I don't want to talk about anything else. I just wanted to pod talk about basketball. All right, that's that's it. This podcast is over and enjoy. <laughs> so I did ask. Um, I, I did pose the question, and we had you know roughly four hundred results, four hundred uh, people responding. Said, do you Good. do you want Chick and Nick to discuss the loss to Illinois in Monday's episode? Your. <laughs> <laughs> your your choices were no, don't even mention it. Discuss it a little bit. Hour long breakdown. Forty nine percent said don't even mention it. That was a whopping majority. The rest said discuss a little bit. Uh, hour long breakdown got the lowest to twenty three percent. So should we just not even talk about it? I'm fine with that. I don't I don't want to talk about it. I'm totally fine with it. I mean, at this point, I'm down to not even discuss it. I'm I'm down to discuss all of the things that kind of are humorous with the game. You know whether it's the the most the the most timid, unathletic looking first down run on a fake punt in the history of the world. Like we can talk about that for forty five minutes. I mean, we don't. Have, I mean, we can do whatever. I mean, it's what we got to give the people this. We said from the jump this pod was for the people, so we got to make sure that they're the ones in control. You know what I'm saying? It was. Uh, there were a lot of good things there. Um, I don't want to bury the lead here, but I will because it's going to be later on. Uh, but we did. We did go in the lab, and there is an off-color commentary oh. that we <laughs> we are going to have to get to. It has been, eight, I think, eight years, eight years yes. since we had a new off-color commentary. And what better time to, to bust one out <laughs> than, than one of the worst? Look, I'm not going to lie. I played it for Kelly. She was playing solitaire on her own iPad, just listening with one, you know, with her eye and ear. Yeah. You know, she's doing. And uh, she laughed. She th- she she thought it was good. So we're gonna have that for you a little bit later on. Just and there's nothing better than Matt Davison sighing and cursing. It's just that's, it just makes life better. That's all I want to know. Give me give me a quick description of how you would how you would describe Matt Davison's emotional state. <laughs> During a lot of the calls, like I, what was it really looking like and sounding? It's like? very uh, resigned, very monotonous. Very, you know, he's starting to sound like Scott Frost. <laughs> you know, very. <laughs> They're morphing into one. Very even keel. Very. This isn't very good. <laughs> um, I don't know what's happening, and um, you know, they even their their broadcast. I think the power went out and. I think it was Matt Matt Coatney had to do had to do a minute. Matt Coatney, I'm Matt Coatney. <laughs> they had to do that, so it was great. I I do want to say uh, this too that we we posted a few things on <laughs> on the Twitter poll. <laughs> uh, one of them was how has the Schick and Nick podcast impacted your listening experience of Husker football radio broadcast. 69% said touchdown. 
Uh, 27% said it has enhanced it and 4% said it's ruined it. So that's good. People, people are enjoying the, the Oscar broadcast a little bit more because, uh, Brandon Odom had tweeted, thanks to Chicken Nick show, listening to Husker sports football broadcast is greatly enhanced. Hashtag touchdown, Nebraska hashtag Skeeter Barnes, buck naked barbecue sauce. Hashtag Nebraska soybean board. Hashtag Dorothy Lynch. Uh, have we actually, I can't believe how lazy I am that I haven't looked up. So what is, is, is whatever I created in my mind of Skeeter Barnes and Bucknick. So is that even a thing? Is well, it a real thing? I think, I think it's, I think it is a real thing, but I think you've always said, Buck naked barbecue sauce, so good you don't, so good you don't need sauce. Like, that's like, that's like you know, ice cold water, so good you don't need water. Like, it's like, it's like it doesn't make any sense. In my head, I heard, I know what I heard. I know what I heard when I first heard it. I know what Greg Sharp said. I was seduced. By the 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 vocals of I, Greg Sharp talking about barbecue, buck naked barbecue sauce, so good you don't need sauce. It's like what 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 now? What happened? I don't know what happened here. But I'm I, I'm I'm glad people are enjoying. We've enhanced. People just want to yeah. listen to Matt and Greg, so we get a touchdown and we get a sponsor. I think it's Skeeter Barnes buck naked barbecue. So good, you don't need sauce. I think that's what it is. I don't think the sauce is so good that you don't need the sauce itself. Okay. <laughs> if that's true, talk about the worst, the worst promotional advertising tagline of all time. New speed stick deodorant. So good, you don't need the deodorant. Hold on, wait. So don't buy it? You're like, nope. You don't need it. It's so good you don't even need it. That's, That's what it is. That was my pickup line to Kelly. This relationship is so good we don't even need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sign me up for that. Um, but you know I, what? Now I want it. I did have this. This was from uh, <laughs> Nick uh, Zabka, I believe. <laughs> he, he sends to the Chicken Nick Show. <laughs> he sends to the Chicken Nick Show Twitter account. He goes, you've ruined us. And it's a screen grab of a text conversation he's having with his buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And so he says to his buddy, he says to his buddy, touchdown, touchdown Elkhorn, brought to you by Skeeter's Barbecue. So good you don't need sauce. (laughs) His friend responds with, and Elkhorn's going to win the football game. And then he responds back with, yes, that's it. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. It's just so good. Hold on here. It is so good. Give me some Matt. Give me some Matty D. You got it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 Oh, Oh, I just love him. I love him. So, so I much. I do, too. I was, the the weather was halfway decent early in the week, and your boy went on a solo bike ride oh, and geez. listened to our pod while I was riding the bike. Someone, I, dro- I was riding my bike past numerous people, like, screaming, laughing. So if you saw me on a bike path, screaming on my bike, I was listening to Matt Davison say, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so good. So good. I can't believe Greg and Matt got their got the the broadcast. They had tick tick technical difficulties, huh? <laughs> tick technical. What was that from? Tick technical. I don't know what that's from, but that's um, what we do. Got some tick technical difficulties. Um, they did. They did, but it was it was fun. I like it. It's it's fun. I like it. It's it's fun. I like it. It's fun. I like technical difficulties. It's fun. It's fun. So. Uh, let me uh, also say this: that um, there were a couple of other, <laughs> couple of other tweets. How about this? This is from Mustache Adam, who tweets: "This is what happens Beautiful. when you get loyal listeners to make plans to see each other." The text message goes like this: "I was able to get Friday afternoon off. Where do you want to go?" The other friend responds: "Yes, yes." <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> then he responds back, and Joe and Adam are going to go play golf on Friday. Nebraska's going to win a football game. This mandate brought to you by Skeeter Barnes Buck Naked Barbecue Sauce. Barbecue so good you don't need sauce. <laughs> just beautiful. Uh, just love Skeeter Barnes. Love seeing uh, all of these <laughs> responses. We did also. So good. We did also ask. We asked, "How old are you?" Just to the listeners, just to kind of get a gauge on how old our our folks Justin are. Gage. Just to get a Justin yep. gauge on how old they all are. <laughs> And um, and the most common response was 80% said between the ages of 30 and 49. We did have uh, 8% saying 50 or over, 1% said 17 or under, and 11% were 18 to 29. And then we said, given what you hear on the Shikinik podcast, what do you believe is their target demographic? Thirty, 35% said 12 and under. <laughs> 54% said 25 to 54, which was is the target radio demographic, which I think the we, money demo we were right pretty there. good in the old show. I think we were, yeah. were pretty good uh, in that. Yeah, we were. Um, so anyway, what else do you want to talk about? I think that was really it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, think that's about all she wrote I just, there. I just wanted know? to talk I mean, about how the show has impacted people's it. lives, and that's pretty much it. Can we get a Skeeter Barnes? Can we get Skeeter Barnes barbecue to sponsor this podcast and then we will just do we'll do our reads as greg sharp somehow we'll get sued over all this i'm sure at some point yes! greg sharp's coming at us yes yes, yes! are they gonna sue us yes yes all right <laughs> Absolutely. i want to be in court on the wit on the stand having to do my impression for the jury that's what i want ladies and gentlemen can you tell the difference between the real Greg Sharp and this guy. And he said, Tush out! He said, Tush out Nebraska! And Nebraska's gonna win a football game! <laughs> Luke McCaffrey scoots through 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, Tush out! He said, Tush out! He said, Tush out! There was someone else on the Twitter account that posted. A picture of a Greg Sharp, and it said, Nebraska's not going to win the football game. Uh, 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 I feel bad for Greg. Not a lot of touchdowns. I mean, you better believe when Scott Frost was hired, he thought, okay, offensive guy, I'm going to get a lot of touchdowns. And unfortunately, this year, there has been... I mean, they've only had. Let's let's talk about the fact that against Illinois, they scored their first second half touchdown of the season. <laughs> they did. Greg has been dying. So think after halftime. After halftime, Greg is dying to drop a touchdown in there, and he can't do it. I feel bad for him. I, I felt bad. I felt bad for him too. There's a lot of pent up touchdown uh, that that one oh, that yeah. wanted to get out, and they weren't able to uh, weren't able to do that, and. It's too bad. I did get this other. <laughs> so I got this other email that said, and I, or this other tweet. This is from Ben Clausen on Twitter. He says, I just got Panera for lunch and had to apologize for my order. And I, I legitimately said, I apologize. And then breathed heavily afterwards. He said, this podcast has ruined me. In the best of ways. And then I responded with, I'm sorry, I forget the name of the food. I apologize. <laughs> no, not the salad. It's the soup. I apologize. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana. And I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> That's just so good. It's just so good. Just think about that. Hi, I'll have the uh, I'll have the tur turkey and cheddar on the ciabatta. Uh, no, not the ciabatta. The plane. I apologize. I'll take a sourdough bagel with cream cheese. No, it was it was. I forget the name of the. I think it was a cinnamon crunch bagel. I apologize. I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. 
No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> you can't even listen. It's just so good. It's just uh, so good. <laughs> that, that's gotta be. That's gotta win like an Oscar or a Grammy or something. That's just the best oh, ten it, seconds of audio it, ever. It does. This dude. This dude. So good. <laughs> All right, let's di- let's just spend a minute to dissect. For those who don't know exactly what happened there, is we <laughs> we used to do uh, something. What was it? A uh, uh, hundred plays in a hundred days, or so. I, I don't know if something like that. If that was exactly what it was, but what we would I do. I forget the name of the segment. I apologize. <laughs> So leading up to the season, or maybe it was the recap. I think it was a recap of the season or something. We'd say, hey, we're going to play a play, uh, an audio of Greg Sharp. Could be a touchdown. Could be just a three-yard three gain. You know, we don't, we don't really know. And you had to get – all you had to do was guess the opponent. What – who did it come against, right? Who was it against? Let's just go back and listen to that here because we don't want to talk about the actual game that just happened. We want to talk about non-conference games. <gasps> I apologize. <laughs> okay, so let's listen to how that happened uh, because we've talked about it enough <laughs> that I think we just need to to finally get some clarity here. Let's listen. All right, Uh before we go any further with the uh, 100 plays in 100, well, let's do it now. The lines are jammed. Let's do it, man. Okay, you ready? 100 plays in 100 days. Now, Listen. the interesting thing about that, there are two There are two games here because we have yesterday and today. So we're to play number 59 okay. was yesterday and 58 right. was today. you got to go two for two to get these concert tickets. Listen to the play-by-play announcers. Biggest thing to listen for in my estimation is... Probably, and crowd noise. I, I would say crowd noise is the biggest thing. That okay. gives you an idea of, of where the game's at. Now, you may help someone else out because we'll say, okay, one of those is correct. Oh, and they got to defer to me? No. Oh, this okay. is all I listeners. Like, I was going to say. All right, here we go. Perfect. What's the opponent? Listen in. The Ship and Nick Show, counting down to the start of the Husker football season with 100 plays in 100 days. Today, it's the day after Independence Day, and we missed an extra play. So let's look back at what would have been play number 59 if Schick and Nick would have had a July 4th show and mailed it in then like they do every day. Green on second down into the end zone. A Nebraska drive that goes over six minutes, 17 plays, 91 yards, ends in an Aaron Green touchdown run. What a play! All right, and then today, play number 58. Where were you when this happened and rocked your world? 15th play of the drive here. Pistol set up from the 7. Burkhead right behind Tanner. Snap. Back to throw. Throws it over the middle pass. Caught. Touchdown. Connor Reed pulls it in for Tanner Martinez. Play action. Fake out of the pistol. Reed slips in there for his first touchdown catch of the year. It's the same play, Greg. It's the same play they just ran on second. Wow, 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 just great plays, right and left, 100 plays in 100 days. Okay, now the thing about this is the play, the, the, those aren't easy, and the guy always cuts them off, he always cuts them off. Alright, maybe this is better to go last than first, so if you're, you know, the last maybe shall be first here when it comes to winning this thing, you gotta get both games, both game, both opponents. Okay, so you had an Aaron Green touchdown. That was a 91-yard drive, 6 minutes, 17 plays. So it was a fairly simple drive. I mean, like, easy. And then you had a Kyler Reed touchdown catch, his first of the year. Hey, One guy just dropped off because he's a coward. Nine, five, hey, nine, 16, don't be mean. All right, Lee, name the two opponents. Oh, this is going to be fast. Um, let me see. I'll go uh, 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 Washington and then... Uh, I'll say uh, Northwestern. 
Okay. Gentlemen, do I have at least one team right? Nope. <laughs> no, nope. you don't. Uh, no, both of those are nope. Both of those were wrong. Uh, so Washington and uh, Northwestern are, were both incorrect. That was uh, that was bad. Come on. That opens up a line, 951-1620. Just get both of these right and you're going to a concert. You got to get them both right. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. No. Both of those were incorrect. Uh, the Montana one was incorrect, and then you switched it, and it was still wrong. Nine five. Aaron Green didn't score in the Montana game. <laughs> or the Idaho State game. Oh, uh, yeah. We on future schedules? All right, so we'll stop it there because because that gave you the context. First of all, I forgot how fun the 100 plays in 100 days were. Deep voice guy, we'd have him cut off the the play at the end, oh, yeah. and then just go over the top. <laughs> just reacting to like that, the just some nondescript. Forgettable play, you know. God, that was good. The the I, I forgot our intro too. It was just fantastic. That oh. was fantastic. That that whole sequence just gets better every time I hear. Yeah. It. Uh, let me go back and listen to the 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 next segment. This was so. This was July fifth, two thousand twelve. We had fun with the. I apologize. The next segment. Let's listen here. Chris Broussard coming up here in about six minutes or so. Uh, our very own Chris Broussard. Yeah. Don't get too excited. And theme song Thursday still to come. And uh, so we did We did 100 plays in 100 <laughs> days and got a huge reaction to it. And people wanted to it's come like in the and, most, yeah, and guess. Crazy. And we had concert tickets to give away, That's so that helped. What did he want, by the way? Did he do 311? Or did he, he did 311. So he's going to see 311 tomorrow. Oh, good. And that's at Stir, and we thank them for... Helping us out, giving us some prizes, and uh, check out their their summer series. They've been having some great shows. Yeah, Chicago. I think Severe was at Chicago. Nice. And so, theme song Thursday coming up. But we did the 100 <sighs> plays in 100 days, and guess the opponents. And one of the, it was Minnesota and Iowa. Minnesota and Iowa was the correct answer, and someone did get that. But one of the initial guesses, I think we we initially thought it was just a joke at first. Uh, but then he corrected him. Play the the whole thing first. The guy who who guessed what was his name? Chris. Okay, play that, John. I get them both right. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was a uh, Montana, and I was thinking I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> I forget the name of the team. I apologize. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. Apologize. All right, John. Uh, so that, that was <laughs> so. So he had sprinted to the phone and tried to get, <laughs> tried to guess. The... <laughs> I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> He might be the nicest <laughs> contestant. I, I, I don't even want to. The do nicest, this most inaccurate contestant <laughs> we've ever had on the show. Like that was two plus two is five. I apologize. <laughs> no, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. I apologize. <sighs> no, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. I think Nebraska beat. Florida State in the 95 National Championship. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. I apologize. That's so... I want him to... I want to get him concert tickets. Like, that's how I feel about it. If he, apologize. If he wants to call... <laughs> like I, want, I mean, if he wants to call back, we should give him something. Because, I mean... That, that is that is from the heart. Even caller Seth says, back, take a breath. Uh, <laughs> you know? 
but but play that the is the most heartfelt like, thing. The whole remainder of it, that shorter clip. Play that whole shorter clip. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> Dude, that is from the heart. Well, it's yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But um, he, he made a mistake. But he's <laughs> but I feel bad. He sprinted to the phone. The whole thing again. The whole thing again. Like he, yeah, yeah. Play the play the whole thing again. Yeah, uh, that's gotta get them both right. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, yeah. I was thinking it was a uh, Montana, and I was thinking I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. <laughs> no, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. You guys are mean, and you need to stop. <laughs> it was funny because he's so nice and wrong about it. It's a good combo. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we have Chris Broussard. <laughs> I apologize. Pat says, <laughs> Pat says I'm allergic to shellfish. Wait, no molt. I apologize. All right, thank you. They play Idaho State this year. Oh, that's coming up this year. I think they played Idaho and uh, uh, Nathan Enderley. Uh, Two years ago. A couple Remember? of years ago. Yeah. Right. And uh, at Montana, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But it, was, it wasn't Wyoming. So he did. I mean, those states. I mean, Wyoming, same. Montana. They're, they're bordering <laughs> states. It's easy to forget. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> apologize. They're not bordering states. All right. Sure. He's here. He's here. We want to give him. Con- he- we want to give him concert tickets, Chris. I know that that's like a Has nerve. You caught your breath. I mean, are you okay? Are you okay, man? Yeah, I'm actually got a lot of uh, sinus problems right now. Oh, so, oh, so it's one of those situations. Okay, gotcha. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. So, I was just trying to win tickets because it sounded. I wanted to go see the concert, and I was ran to the phone. Sinuses are all messed up, and I just tossed out the two non-conference teams I could think of. Because you guys, it said that early game, and right. we usually run over all the non-conference teams. Right. You know, I mean, it's a decent guess. Not and really. I- it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just, hey, trying to help you out. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> the fact that I, the fact that I'm a drop now makes me happy. I've never been a drop before. Yeah. Well, you've got well, a you've got a week better to late live, than never. You got a week to live that up. So uh, so I, in Idaho State, of course, they play that. Uh, they play them this year. Yes, I know. Up. The worst part is I'm taking my roommate for his 30th birthday to that game, and I said that, and I'm like, I'm like am I that dumb? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Give you, us give us one more apology, and we'll give you some free concert tickets. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Which concert do you want to see? You want to see Heart or 311? 311. All right, you, All right, got, you it, got it, man. All right, hang on the line, okay? All right, thank you. Tell them what back. station just made you a winner. <laughs> The zone. <laughs> why, why would you do that? I did, is that not what no one does that on the zone. Oh, we don't. This do was like that. an FM thing. No, we don't do that here. That's like ninety-eight five Q ninety-eight Q ninety-eight. No, we. They know what station made us win. I shouldn't have done that. That's out of line. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> There's. I am so glad. That we stumbled upon this topic and that someone emailed in about Panera Bread and making that mistake because there are many things in there that I totally forgot about. How about the fact that he we had him call back in and then he's talking about sinus. I didn't know that he called back in and we gave him tickets. I feel so much better. And the fact that he said he's, he was glad he's a drop, I, I, I am guilt-free about all this now, 12, 10 years later. Totally agree. Yeah. I, don't, I had no recollection that he called back. And I had no recollection how sometimes I was I was really reluctant to totally rip on him and laugh. I was you you were all ready to just hammer home the drop and just let it rip. And for some reason I was trying to come to this guy's defense. I didn't realize how much I was trying to hold it back initially. But he called back. I had no idea that dude called back. <laughs> We went to. Th- I hope the three eleven tickets were good, and then he apologized again. I apologize. Apologize. Great. Do you think it w- sinus issues? Do you think it really was sinus issues, or do you think he was just out of? No. <laughs> <laughs> he 
was rattled. I, li- I like how we referred to even Seth says take a breath uh, because remember we had out of breath Seth calling what's <laughs> <laughs> So what is he? So what is Chris's name? Uh, I Paul like uh, yeah Montana Chris. Yeah, I think it was just uh, uh, Chris. I think it was just Chris. Um, I I, I I think I combined or maybe out of breath in my Chris. Mind, I called I him know. out of breath Chris, yeah. but I knew there was an out of breath Seth. <laughs> I, I think it was uh, terrible Miss Chris. <laughs> if there would have been a drop off tournament. Oh. That's a one seed. I apologize. Would have been a one seed and had a it had been difficult for that bad boy to lose. The worst thing about that, when you look at the date, our show ended like a week or two later, right? Wasn't it like that was sept that yeah. was July fifth, two thousand twelve. We were off the air by the fourteenth, weren't we? Or fifteenth at the latest? Seventeenth? I think like so. That? I mean, I thought it was yeah, right? <laughs> I think so. I mean, around the home run derby, we were like, "We're out of here, Doug. We're out of here." We- Chris Berman was like, "Back, back, 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 chicken nick or god." No, it wasn't the home run derby. It was the Midsummer Classic. I apologize. <sighs> That's a great Chris Berman, by the way. That's really well done. We're gonna have to. We'll dive into that in a later episode. Um, all right. Herman shouts out to him. All right. So uh, I want to get into this. We're uh, 33 minutes into this, by the way, and we have not discussed have, the game at all. Okay. Do we even, I mean, what we got? People, people, you, you got some big, deep thoughts? First of all, people have, no, for us? people have no idea how the, the complexities we had to do to get this one set up because for some reason, technologically, <laughs> we, we tried to connect a dozen times and I think that was God's way of saying, just forget it. It's Illinois. Be done with it, okay? So right, we just right. we took that divine intervention to say, okay, let's just have fun. We finally got hooked up doing Zoom. We're on Zoom. Like, we don't do it like this, so this is just odd, the way that we're doing this It's a little right different. Now. It's a little odd. Yeah, hope it's, it's still just getting the giggles out yep. there, though. That's uh, the big thing. But we're having some fun. Leading the nation in giggles. We are <laughs> leading the nation in giggles. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't here, – here's the – Here's my knee-jerk reaction to it is as I Ooh. as I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this isn't good. I'm very surprised. Um, it's not a sky is falling moment by any means, but it was more about. I guess I always go into those games going, how did I not see this coming? Type of thing. But go, basing it off of Penn State, you didn't think you'd see it. But then the the whole handling prosperity. Now in hindsight. You get it. You finally get that win. You're a two-touchdown favorite against Illinois. To me, this was nothing short of a logo loss, right? This is, you see the logo of Illinois coming in. Even Luke McCaffrey said all week that he didn't like how it was going in practice, which to me, I go, how does that happen? Like, you can notice that during the week. Do the coaches not see that? That's really disturbing to see that you can – you, you can notice during the week it's not happening. But to me, that's, we got the big win. We pat it on the back. We expect to win this week. A team that expects to win that still doesn't really know how to win, uh, that's that could be a little dangerous and a little, yeah. in, ter- in terms of uh, inflating the egos a little bit. And to me, that's kind of what happened. And you go up against a team that is a, a little bit, I don't know, bigger on the offensive line, maybe a couple more weapons than you. I don't really understand what happened. I'm trying to justify everything. The point is, it's a terrible loss. Uh, it's an embarrassing loss for the program, and I'm just trying to connect dots as to why it happened, just so I don't, so you don't go down the path of it's going to happen again and again and again and again. Like you just, because it's happened again and again and again. Because what's what's funny? Because I agree. Because we all were victim to it, and clearly, you look at the spread, and it was 16 and all that stuff. The one thing that Nebraska needs to rid themselves of, like it's it's. Actually, I was talking. Name, I was I was talking to a Golden State Warriors scout oh, about Tyshawn Alexander. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, and I was like, "You want to talk some basketball? I like it." Oh my god! What's Steph like? I love him. What's Clay doing? What's Draymond doing? I mean, I was pumped talking to him. But one of the first things he asked me was, "Does when Tyshawn looks in the mirror, does is he does he see reality?" Me like does he is does he have a realistic view of who he is, where he slots into this thing? And to your point, I still think Nebraska, 
for as long as of a I mean a two decade drought of no conference championship, no no conference championships, they still look at Illinois like pfft, Illinois, right? And it's like right. The reality is. Nebraska is no different than Illinois over the course of the last four, five, six, seven years. They are no different. And that it's like the same thing that makes the program great, you know, the fans and propping it up right. and and, yeah. and holding it to a high standard sometimes gives the players in the program a false sense of confidence and security like they are Ohio State or something like that. Oh, it's Illinois. We're going to kill Illinois. It's like, no, not not the case at all. It's like how Nebraska and, used to look at themselves versus Iowa State, right, when yes, they would go into that game, is, right? How bad How bad are we going to win this game, you know? Right. Like, are we going to be – are our starters going to be pulled in the second series of the third quarter or the third? Like, when are we really going to start putting in the backups in this one? Like – some people still have that mindset, and it's like, no, you are. If you're looking at records over the past five, six years, like your company is more so with Illinois and Rutgers and Kansas and those types of programs than it is Ohio State and Clemson and those types of programs. And there's a disconnect there that I think, in a weird way, does seep into the program at times. And the other thing, too, I was when you really think about it. You know, because you 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 said that you try to look at things. You're like, how did I not see this coming? And you you kind of think about the fact that, like, I in hindsight, it always makes sense because you kind of say all this team needs to have happen is for the defense to kind of have their first real big clunker, and it is a code red, and that's all that really happened. Right. The offense played about other than they probably they turned the ball over more. The offense played and the offense did exactly what it's been doing against Ohio State, Northwestern, and Penn State. The difference in this game was, the, for the first time, the defense kind of had a clunker and the defense kind of let their guard down. And, you know, to, to at least defend the defense a little bit, I think it gets hard when you come into every game knowing, okay, our offense is at most going to produce like 20 to 23 points. So right. we better be dang near perfect or we're in for a long, long day. And I think you're right. Like in some ways in hindsight, it's not too terribly surprising because all it took was for the defense to slip up a little bit. And this game was going it, to happen regardless of who they played. It felt like beginning in like the latter part of the first quarter, early second, that Nebraska was going to have to score every time down against Illinois. Yeah. And like, how does that happen? How does that how do you get to a point where it's Illinois? Like you said, you are Illinois. You are Illinois. You are Maryland. Right? Like that that's who this program is right now. And you know, you always think about, hey, don't forget where you've come from. Don't forget where you've come from. Well, Nebraska right. needs to forget where they've come from. And they need to just realize where they are in order to figure out where they're going, right? It's it's too much of the – I'm not talking about 90s stuff, but I do think there is something about the, hey, we're still – like you said, we're Nebraska, right? And and it's just not – it's not. Like, you're you're Illinois, and you yeah, can't – You're no different. You, you, you win one game against one of the worst teams now. I think it's pretty obvious. One of the worst teams in the Big Ten, and – all of a sudden, you feel like this is going to be easy. And, you know, you, right. I got a little uncomfortable with, you know, when, when Frost at the end of that Penn State game was like, hey, let's get it going now. Let's not do, let's not lose anymore. Let's it. Like, it's almost like, yeah, you only want to treat it like a game, but that win in hindsight felt like much bigger than it was in terms of the way they celebrated it it felt like they had arrived at some at some juncture of the journey they had arrived and it was only because they won and they won in a fashion that they hadn't won before which is they didn't give up the lead and their defense made stops in this game they never had the lead and their defense didn't make one stop and right. now you're back right. where you were and it's really unfortunate yeah because we've, you know, it's a program. Right now, we've talked about it's a program that doesn't know how to win, and we've been over that. Right. But this is a program that seemingly doesn't know how to handle winning either. Right. They don't know how to react to it. 
you know, and that's that's what happened. And it's just uh, it's it's a lot of the same stuff. And the thing that that is that was interesting in this game to me was, you know, you could. And, you know, you want to allow this kid more than two games to, yeah. to showcase what he can grow into. So you don't want to close the book on the dude already. But I think that game gave you a window into why a lot of college programs didn't recruit Luke McCaffrey as a quarterback. They recruited him as an athlete. Because at this point, Luke McCaffrey looks more like an athlete playing quarterback than, than a quarterback who happens to be athletic. Like accuracy is an issue he's not very polished he missed a lot of guys uh and but what's hard is like a lot of what nebraska's i mean th- chick he carried the ball 26 yeah. times 20 in the he first 11, half right wasn't it 20 in the yeah, first half he he i know he had 11 in the first quarter right. homeboy was on on track for 44 carries after the first quarter right. but What's hard is the only thing that works for this offense right now is Luke having to just scramble and make chicken salad right. out of you know what. Like that's that's the only thing that produces, but what's hard is that's also the same thing that I think holds this offense back. Like at some point that can't be your that can't that can't be what you hang your hat on. You're not going to call a pass play and then scramble for 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 ten for a ten play drive for eighty yards and score thirty five points on Big Ten teams. The the quarterback run needs to be your change up, not your fastball. And yeah. and right now it is the fastball. It is the go to pitch. It's three zero. Here comes the fastball. In fact, if it's two zero, here comes the fastball. We we've got to get a strike, so we're going to have quarterback run. And like Frost said, that's you know a lot of them were not designed quarterback runs but he knows what his strength is and it's hard to fault a guy for playing to his strengths which is running the football what you do is you fault the coaches for not refining that part of his game he's still young and you get that he is not a finished product there is a reason that we call nebraska a developmental program because you do not have freshmen come in and light the world on fire they might show flashes um, like Adrian Martinez did a couple of years ago, but eventually you need to develop them. And it, it really strikes you that Adrian Martinez started at a very high plane. And quite honestly, I'm not sure he got better. And if he did, yeah. it's hard to see. And so you see Luke McCaffrey, and I guess, you know, the jury obviously is still out on, on Luke. And it was a right. It was you want to be fair. Game. Yeah. I mean, like, like any quarterback, he should, right. you know, he should get most of the rest of the year and try and figure this thing out. But what's the ceiling of development for him with this coaching staff? We saw what happened with Adrian Martinez. Fair or unfair, we kind of judge you on the fruits of your labor. And what are we seeing? And so, you know, how, how do these players develop? And it's not just at the quarterback position, but I think Severe put it well on Twitter. It's not just accuracy, it's precision, right? And there were so many, there were a couple of that I remember, and I don't know if he referred to it, but, you know, passed to Wandale Robinson. It's like, he shouldn't have to leave his feet on a seven-yard no. little hitch, right? Yeah. Like, hit him, let yes. him go in stride. Like, those type of little right. things that turn from an incomplete pass, they could be a 15-yard gain. And in a program like this, uh, that margin for error is so slim, you just can't make mistakes like that. Yeah, I think, I think one of the things you found out over the last two games is, regardless of who's at quarterback, the other issues surrounding the quarterback aren't going away. No. Like you can have Adrian back there or Luke back there, and you still don't have a great deep threat. You still aren't overly developed and polished at wide receiver. Your running back situation is unsettled. You still are having high snaps and errant snaps, and you're still having a lot of penalties. It doesn't matter who's at quarterback. It's not like Luke fixes all those things. And sometimes we like to think one chain oh we just put we'll put Luke in at quarterback right. and now all of a sudden gonna have Randy Moss at wide receiver and Amir Abdullah running the football and you know it's gonna be Dave Remington at center and they're gonna be <laughs> lead the nation in fewest penalties it's like well no that's not how that's not how this works you know and the predicament that Frost is in right now is like what do you do with the quarterback situation moving forward because I thought there would be a change at halftime. I really thought there was a chance Adrian was going to get the 
get the nod. Right. But here's what's hard. On one hand, do you do you try to ride with Luke's backyard football scrambling ability when in all reality that is all that is producing for you offensively right now in, in any consistent fashion? Or do you try to go to Adrian, who is the more polished passer, to try to get your passing game going, but you lose some of that backyard improvisation scrambling? So on one hand, you go, God, you got to get a quarterback that can hit open receivers. It's like, okay, well, but by doing that, you're taking you're taking your most productive piece off the field in Luke McCaffrey, and that's a scary deal. You know, yeah. like so I just there's I feel like there's just a rock and a hard place wherever you look at what to philosophically do with the offense moving forward now yeah. in the short term. Yeah, he treated Luke McCaffrey like he would Adrian Martinez, like he did against Northwestern. It's let let's see if he can get out of this thing. And then it was one final mistake, and you're like, okay, that's it. Uh, for Adrian. Right. And then for Luke, it was, hey, this game's out of hand. Let's just see if we can cobble something together. But yeah, you're right. And you know, what does Adrian Martinez's experience mean? You would think it would help, but he's he's had a lot of time to to give it a shot, and it, it yeah. hasn't looked the part. And so you're right; it's it's one of those. Do we figure this out with, you know, the the young guy, and is he the guy of the future? Do we who else do we put in there? This is this is kind of a tough predicament for for Scott Frost, and they're going to have to figure something out here moving forward. But again, it's one of those. I hate to say a throwaway season because it's not. But there's no question that, and I just wonder as you go around the landscape of college football, you know, Ohio State gets up on Indiana, and then the second half, Indiana comes back. How much of it is these empty stadiums, you know, impacting these games? I don't really know. I mean, you get an 11 a.m. Central time kick with nobody there, and you've already been feeling yourself over the win over Penn State, and your first play is one of the most— Is a disaster. Is, is, is an absolute yeah. disaster, and you're facing a team that is 100% locked in. You're, you're going to be in trouble. There's no one there to help right. you out. Those those fans, there's a reason at A&M they call them the 12th man, right? They help you out. There's a home field advantage. I was reading the other day, in the Big Ten, I think the leading into the weekend— uh, Big Ten teams were winning at a 44% clip at home, and last year it was like 65% or something like that. I mean, it's it's obvious. It I don't, makes a difference. It's not an excuse for getting blown out by no. Illinois, but there's no one there to pick you up, and there's no the external pressure of fans screaming and yelling or trying to get you locked right. in or, or harassing the opposition and making things hard for the opposing quarterback um, and letting the defense get juiced up a little bit. All those things, I think, play into it, especially with a young team, but... I saw Dirk in his tweet. He said, before that garbage time touchdown, Nebraska's offense had 10 possessions, three interceptions, two fumbles, two touchdowns, two punts, and a field goal against one of the Big Ten's worst defenses. It is still the story of this season is still the what on earth has happened to Scott Frost offense. Yeah, like, it is. You're right. What has happened? You're right. I mean, it. It, for as much as, yes, the defense, I still personally believe, it, despite everything that happened on Saturday against Illinois, I still think there are certain areas and certain personnel spots that like the defense is yes. getting yes. better. Yes. Like I really wholeheartedly believe that. I'm not that doesn't mean I'm saying they're the the Ravens or, you know, like I don't think they're, you know, an elite level defense. Not the eighty five Bears. Like, yeah. They're not the eighty five Bears out there, you know? But I, 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 the defense has absolutely taken steps forward, but the the offense is just perplexing. Yeah. Where you look at, you you look at the the points scored, offensive points scored. So I'm I'm taking away the Deontay Williams scoop score, Big Mac sack, <laughs> touchdown. I'm going to take away the Big Mac sack, Big Mac sack. Touchdown against Penn State. This is offensive points scored this season. 17, 13, 23, and then I'll give them 23 against Illinois, but six came in mop-up garbage right. time at the end of the game. I mean, Chick, that's bad for a team that is defensive-oriented, you know, like a defensive-minded team. This is supposed to be like light the scoreboard on fire, score, right. lead the nation in scoring type of a program, and they're scoring 17, 13, 23. I mean, 
Right. What is going they on? They want to overwhelm you with offense, and uh, in, instead they are getting overwhelmed uh, in, a, in a lot of ways, and it's really puzzling. You don't need great offenses to win in this league. Just look at Northwestern. Look what they were able to do. Northwestern rushed for 24 yards on 23 carries against Wisconsin. Northwestern was 2 for 15 on third down in the game. They had three and outs on each of their first five series of the second half. Northwestern had 13 total yards in the third quarter and won the game by two possessions. Like... That's unbelievable. It's, like that, that, that's startling. And, and Northwestern is in a spot where if they went out, they will play for a spot in the college football playoff. And I think, yeah, and, you know, Dirk put it well. Again, we need to have him on the show again sometime. But he's like, hey, you look. Yeah. Kansas State's been good. Iowa's been good. Iowa State's been good. Look, look at all these teams. Northwestern's good. Indiana's good. Wisconsin's good. Why can't Nebraska be good? And I think you look around those programs. The one thing they have right now, identity and stability. And I think that's why as much as Nebraska fans want to panic, just ride it out. This is a long play, right? This is a long play. This was as much as people thought when he showed up, things would turn around in a year, a year and a half, and maybe the last half of that first year was the worst thing that could happen. Oh, my gosh, look at how many games we won. We're going to springboard this in the next year. Uh, Adrian Martinez, Heisman hopeful. You have to go back to and reprogram your mind to think this is a five-year build, and we're in year three. And, and yes, you need to see steps, and I'm not trying to – make it so that they're not held accountable for how poorly this team is playing. But, you know, it took Tom Allen a while. It took, you know, Kirk Ferentz is in his 20th year, and obviously that stability helps. Pat Fitzgerald and Northwestern, the identity, knowing who they are year after year, maybe take a dip, but they're there. Stability helps, especially in programs where it's hard to recruit. And so I think if there's anything Nebraska can hang its hat on is that moving forward, you you just have to think it's going to get better because that's the only thing you can think of is if it's if it's not going to get better, then where is the program at? If Scott Frost can't right. do it, and then you're at where Michigan is with with Jim Harbaugh. So I, I hate to use the blind optimism thing, but I think the Indiana stuff gives you hope. I think the you know Northwestern stuff gives you hope because if they can do it, why right. can't you? And eventually, it's going to happen. I don't know what that it is, but eventually it will. That's just my my take. My analogy I've given some of my buddies over the weekend is, so have you seen the movie Ten Cup? You know, Kevin yeah, Costner, yeah, yeah. Roy McAvoy. Yeah. I think right now, pretty much the reality of Nebraska football fan situation is you got to be like Ten Cup's caddy. And you're just gonna keep giving him balls, and he's and and he's gonna keep on, and you're gonna keep giving him balls and, until he hits it out of the water, until he clears the water. You're just gonna keep giving him another ball, and if he keeps it in the water, guess what? Give him another ball, and he's gonna keep trying to go for it and clear the water, which is like you Husker fans just got to keep giving Frost another season until he clears the water. That's right. Keep giving That's him another right. season until he clears the water. Like I know that sounds kind of like. I don't know, lame and defeatist and all this stuff, but like I don't realistically know what I mean, the thought of making another big change right now no. seems seems uh, like nonsense. You got to be like 10 cups caddy, just keep giving him balls, let him keep on hacking it until he clears the water until Nebraska finally gets it right. Yes, I 100% agree and I will say too and counter that with <laughs> I was talking to Kelly during the game and after the game, my wife she said, "Man, if he can't get it done, nobody can." And my knee-jerk reaction is, that's not true. That's not right. that that's just not true. It, it's it's an emotional reaction of what's happening, but there's too many resources behind the program and too much want to and will uh, and too much support for it not to work out eventually, whether it's with Scott Frost or somebody else. But I'm with you. Uh, he's he's going to be here a long time. He's going to have success, and it's a matter of what that success looks like and how sustainable it is eventually. Because, as we said, it's a tough program to recruit to nowadays in, in 2020. All right, got to get out of here. Um, but before we do, sorry for bearing the lead here. 
But um, whenever Nebraska would have a tough game against, uh, well, anybody, <laughs> uh, especially in the early years <laughs> of the Big Ten, remember, you go online, you can go and search for off-color commentary, and the Michigan game is still classic. Damian Stafford, you know, will always, when you think of Damian <laughs> Stafford, you always think of Matt Davison going off on him because we would just edit in bleeps and curse words when they got blown out in Ann Arbor. You always looked forward to off-color commentary, and you never got to hear it until it aired. And we used to have, we used to just sit back, keep the mics on, and just laugh for five minutes. Oh yeah, no, there's no, This is this is one of the five, six, seven things that when people talk, bring up the Shick and Nick show to me, they'll bring up off-color commentary. Like the, it's one of the things that Mamie or Theme Song Thursday or you know what, like things like that, and be like, oh, off-color commentary. Like this was this was because sometimes when your sports feelings get hurt so bad that the only remedy and medicine is to laugh. Like sometimes that's it. And there's no greater example of this, of that than this, like of off color commentary. So uh, what we do is we have some fun here. We make it sound like um, essentially Greg Sharp and Matt Davison are very upset. <laughs> I can't wait to hear Matt. And it allows you to kind of let them say what you want to say during the game. And that's why it's right. a combination of getting your anger out and laughing at the same time during the beatdown at the hands of Illinois. Here is, after eight years since our last edition, wow. here is the latest edition of Off-Color Commentary. It's time for another edition of Off-Color Commentary. Richardson, three on the way. Foul! Oh, he's in a three. He's fouled. It counts. What a huge shot. Presented by the Chicken Nick Show. Huge shot. From the Nebraska 17. Snap. Luke keeps it himself, now throws it uh, in the flat, and the ball is loose. It's uh, going to be, they're going to say a fumble, and they're going to give the football to Illinois. Luke was past the line of scrimmage when he threw the ball in the flat toward Wandale. They're going to say that it's a fumble, and Illinois has got the ball to the 21-yard line. One, it should be a penalty. He threw the ball at the 19-yard line. The line of scrimmage was the 17, so right there it should have been a penalty, but it was not a fumble fumble it was a forward pass well, the question is was it forward and and look this was a bad f- decision i mean he, luke just needs to run the f- ball there so here comes the first replay so his hand it's about the 19 18 and a half oh it's well, really close so they turn they give it off to chase brown he squirts into the end zone for a touchdown illinois grabbed an early lead and illinois scores their first f- points in the first quarter all season long. Well, that's about as bad a first minute and a half of a game as you can have. Peters gets a shotgun snap, hands it off to Chase Brown being chased from behind, gets spun, he dies for the end zone, and he has a touchdown. He's able to reach out with the football right when he got spun around at the one, and Chase Brown gets the score, and Illinois is back in front, 13-7. Impressive drive from Illinois. They f- ran it. They f- threw it. Side snap. Back at the wild snap. McCaffrey going back. Picks it up. Rowing to the near side with it is McCaffrey. Looking to throw the football down the field. Steps. Throws. Pass intercepted. F- picked off by Tariq Barnes who runs out of bounds at the 35 yard line. So it goes down as an interception from a McCaffrey. Barnes with the pick and he steps out of bounds at the Illinois 35-yard line. That's where the Illini will have it, up 14-7. to Bad f- time for a bad f- snap. Peters gets a low snap, back to throw. Gets hit by Will Honus and dropped. A sack by Will Honus, and that's your Big Mac f- sack of the game. Peters gets the shotgun snap, back to throw. Has plenty of time. Steps throw toward the end zone. The pass he is caught. Touchdown. He matter Bebe. Grabbed it over the top of DiCaprio. Boodle and Illinois now leads it 20 to 7. Really good throw. Decap had his back to the quarterback. And on a third down, they're able to convert and go up two touchdowns. Husker football brought to you by your Midwest 
Ford dealers, visit us at buyfordnow.com. Illinois kickoff coming up next from... Well, we've lost connection with Greg Sharp and Matt Davison at Memorial Stadium. I'm Matt Coatney. There's a flag down on the play. Huskers keep the offense in there. They hand it off to Marvin Scott. Touchdown, Nebraska, and the flag comes out. Oh, boy. So a touchdown by Marvin Scott, but looks like we have a holding call in Nebraska. Oh, my goodness. Holding. Offense number 51. Ten yards from the previous spot. Offense number what? First down. 51. Cam Jurgens. I have not seen a replay of this. That was a huge hole. Uh, Oh, come on. The guy fell down. Cam just kind of leaned on him. The guy was on his knee. He just kind of leaned on him on the ground. I mean. And another turnover. Three in the first half on Nebraska. I said three INTs. Actually, it's two and a fumble. And that goofy play that started the game. Oscars will send two safeties deep with the rugby-style kicker, Hayes, who's going to take off and thought about taking off and running for it, and he is going to run for a first down. He gets to the 40-yard line and runs out of bounds at the 45. He tackled out of bounds as well. And he takes off and runs for the first down for 14 yards. There was so much room, he didn't know what to do. He almost kicked it two or three different times. Uh, they're going to have a replay review, I think, here. So we have a Hogemeyer Hybrids. Oh, they're choosing to review this one, huh? Sure. Replay review. Successful season start with the right seed. Hogemeyer Hybrids, the right seed for right here. I just, I am really, really surprised that Nebraska's defense has not played better today. They have just not made today. And the offense stays out there, down 41-17. I... I am just bat. Every time I see that score, I, I just I shake my head in disbelief. I can't f- believe that's what the score of this game is. I, I can't. <laughs> Pass caught. Austin Allen for the two-point try. Flags come out. They're going to call an illegal pick. Yep. Yep. Offensive pass interference. <laughs> and that'll do it. 41-23 to final. Disappointing day. In Lincoln, as Illinois defeats Nebraska. We got a lot of post game coming up. Big Red Football. Brought to you in part by these local sponsors. All right. Oh, that felt good. Get it out. Get it out. My favorite. My favorite part. Is Greg Sharp just don't lose that? I think it's right here. And the offense stays out there, down 41-17. I, I am just bat. Every time I see that score, I, I just I shake my head in disbelief. I can't f- believe that's what the score of this game is. I, I can't. Perfect. Because that sounds just like it. Yeah, it like, it right sounds there. like you went, oh, and cuss. Well uh, done, my friend. There it is. That felt so good. I'm glad we could get that out. I'm glad that we could oh, that great. have some fun here again. If you would like to be a part of the Shikinick show, uh, if you would like to uh, email us, you can at laugh at We ask you to help us uh, build the local uh, the local empire uh, with a little bit of a sponsorships. If you are a local or a national sponsor, we would love to have you on board because uh, we are going to need some support to keep this little ship afloat. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, you are right. I, we we need a little. We need some Skeeter Barnes Buck Naked Barbecue Sauce. So good you don't need sauce. That's what we need. I think we absolutely do need that with a little uh, Dorothy Lynch. Need a Big Mac sack. <laughs> little Big Mac sack. Big Mac sack. Appreciate that. Please rate, review, subscribe, all those things on wherever you find the pod. And uh, we'll be back next week better than ever, um, probably yeah. shorter than this. Uh, who do they have this week? Who does Nebraska have this week? Arizona. No, wait, that was last year. Sorry, that's a it's a it's a deep cut to all the chicken egg fans. They got the hot guys. They got not. 
We uh, Iowa State. They got Iowa State. The not, not, not. We are going to uh, dive into that one uh, and re- recollect on Monday. Here's the deal. We'll send you out with this. When's the last time Nebraska went from like a 14 or 15 point favorite to about a 14 or 15 point underdog in the span of a week? 30 point swing, baby. That's where they 30 are. 30 point that's, swing. That's where they are. Give it time. Ride it out. And uh, thanks for yeah. thanks for riding out with us. We'll be back uh, next week. I'm not happy about that. Shit and Nick. Yes. Shit and Nick. Yes. Shit and Nick show. Yes. Here we go. They hit the crap out of us. I apologize. A Huda Media Production.